Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to my podcast. No cap, just raw. I never get tired of saying it. So guys, today uh, we are talking about the mind. How to train your mind. This is so important. And this is definitely a skill set that the Lord has taught me over the years. And I am forever thankful that God never stops training me because it is only making me stronger each day. But training of the mind is so essential because how you think is where your life will lead you. How you visualize yourself, how you visualize life. And the more your mind levels up, the more you level up as a person. And so I have found that over the years, um, I learned to love me by, well, let me just put it this way. God taught me how to love myself by changing, helping me change the way I see myself. He helps me to see myself the way he sees me each day. And that's hard. I'm going to tell you right now, that's very, very hard because the world is all about looks, how you look and things like that. Just all the tangible things that are truly meaningless. And what really counts is the soul and the heart and the spirit. These are things that we can't see, nor can we touch it. But it's something that we can work on every day. That's the beautiful thing. And so the world teaches us to focus on our outer adorning, but we have to focus on the inner because that's what, that's where beauty comes from. That's where character comes from. And so, um, God taught me three essential things that help me build myself up as a strong woman of God. And I always tell people I am a warrior princess truly because, um, I have found that we wage war every day in our minds. The enemy is like a roaring lion going around looking for a prey whom he may devour. But John 10, 10 says, Jesus came that we may have life and life more abundantly. If you know the verse, you know that before that, it says that the devil comes still kill and destroy. But that's why Jesus came, right? And so the year 2023 for me, the training in my mind started in Romans 12 verse two, where it says, do not conform to the pattern of this world or be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then, and only then will you be able to test and approve what God's will is his good, pleasing and perfect will. This scripture has truly transformed me and given me the mind of Christ. And it is one of my favorite back pocket verses because I, I never forget it and I never will. Um, because one of the hardest things for me growing up was my mind. My mind is really, truly what held me back. Um, I always had a strong desire and conviction to do the right thing. Um, I, I don't know why. I just was always convicted to be honest, to walk in integrity and tell the truth. And I didn't know how to do otherwise. I didn't know how to lie. I didn't know how to look people in the eye and tell them things about me so they'll think I'm cool and awesome. I didn't know how to manipulate people, lie to people so I could get what I wanted. I just, I was just honest. And I have found that over the years in my life, God has really, truly honored the honesty and the integrity in my life. 
And the more I saw how God honored my honesty and although being criticized for it, God honored it. I was like, I might as well continuously be honest and upfront and integral because although the world criticizes that and calls it weakness, it truly is strength. It takes a lot of strength to be honest. It takes a lot of strength to walk in your truth. And that's what I strive for each day. And I don't even try to, I just do it because it's just who I am. Um, and I always say this after God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, I'm always thankful for my mom. I always will be thankful for her because she was also a person of integrity. She was a very honest person. She didn't know how to take advantage of people, how to lie to people. She was honest to a T. And I learned, I feel like that character trait was passed down from her to me. And um, seeing my mom and her honesty on a daily basis and seeing how she was good to people, regardless of how they treated her, it really influenced me to do the same thing. And I don't know how to steer away from that. And to anyone out there listening, you know, this also goes back to so, so let me let me start off because I'm, I'm talking and I want you to understand what I'm saying. So the first thing that God taught me is that you got to live your truth. And what does that mean? It means that you got to say what you mean and you got to mean what you say. And you have, you have to stand firm on that, right? If we look in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, and this is also one of my favorite scriptures, um, it tells us that, uh-oh, we are a little slow. Okay, it says, for we live by faith and not by sight. So when you when you are living your truth, it's up here. Faith is not something that you can grab a hold of. It's something that you believe in your mind, right? So when God tells me I have to live my truth, that's essentially God telling me, you got to be unapologetically you, regardless of what anyone says or how anyone feels about it. And so don't get me wrong, that wasn't an overnight process. That took some time. There was a lot of fear to um, live my truth because I really wanted people to accept me. And I never really had acceptance. I can't tell you that a day in my life where I felt accepted. I've always felt rejected. I've always felt rejected by my peers, especially in school, middle school, high school, college, child and abroad. I'm still living my life and I never felt accepted. But I am in a place where I, I can on, honestly say that I'm in a place in my life where I don't care about it as I once did when I was in grade school or things of that nature. It was only when I got to high school that I really truly accepted the fact that I will never be accepted, that I'll always and forever be rejected. But that's because Christ's hands is on my life and Jesus has given me a seat at his table. So for this reason, the world's going to hate me. He says, keep in mind that if the world hated me, that it'll hate you as well. So because I sit at the table with Jesus, I am constantly in a place where he's preparing a table before me, the presence of my enemies, because I'm his child. I walk with him. I, he lives in me. And so the world will never accept me the way I, I once desired for the world to accept me. And so the second thing that God has taught me is that, um, He's taught me to, he's taught me to stand firm. And so aside from living my truth, I got to now stand firm in it. And 
again, fear creeps in, doubt creeps in. And this is me feeling like, oh my gosh, like people are so mad at me. People are so disappointed in me. And he had to teach me like, listen, it doesn't matter because they're firm and not liking you. You have to be firm and loving you. If they're firm and disarming you and trying to break you down, you have to be firm and disallowing that because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Jesus lives in me. The helper, the spirit of truth lives in me. How can I allow people of the world who do not have the comforter in them, but yet they abide and dwell with the father of lies, with the destroyer, with... There's so many things I could say about him because he's a deceiver. He's a manipulator, right? That's who they dwell with on a daily basis. And yet I dwell with the truth and I am afraid to live it. I'm afraid to stand firm in it. And so that's a training of the mind that I had to receive. And again, I'll say it again. It wasn't an overnight process. It took time. But I am in a place where I'm firm. I'm firm in who I am. I'm firm in the truth. I'm firm in my truth and I'm firm in living it regardless of what anybody thinks. And I do have moments of weakness. I do have moments where... I'm being led away from the truth of who I am to do certain things that I don't regularly do. And I have to learn to say, no, thank you. That's not for me. I don't No, I don't want to go. Sometimes I have to say that even though it may put me in a position where there are consequences for living my truth and standing firm in it. You don't have a lot of friends. My circle is very, very small. There is not a lot of people who know who I truly am besides Jesus. One of my bestest friends besides Jesus, because he's my number one best friend, is my, my mother. She was my best friend. And I always will and forever talk about my mom because she truly influenced my walk with Christ. And when I met Jesus, I met Jesus through my mother. So um, I can never, ever talk about Jesus and my journey with him and not mention my mother because she truly played a role in the woman that I am today. I really looked up to her and I really admired her relationship and her connection with Jesus. It was real. And so I don't know how to walk with Jesus and not be real. So Jesus has taught me how to train my mind because at the end of the day, the training that I was receiving was truly from him. So he taught me to live my truth. And what does that mean? It means to mean what you say, say what you mean. And he taught me, number two, to stand firm in that. And that's the hard part. Standing firm in your truth is a challenge. And it's not just a one-time, two-time challenge. It's a daily challenge. And the last and final thing that Jesus taught me is to represent you didn't expect that, did you? Yes, he taught me how to represent. I'm a representation of the kingdom of God. I'm a kingdom ambassador. I'm a full-time, full-time kingdom ambassador. That's all I do on a daily basis. That is my work. I don't have a job. I don't have a nine to five. I walked away from all that. My work on this earth is to be a full-time kingdom ambassador, spread the gospel, spread the good news, go out into the nations and make disciples of the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. 
So that is my greatest goal in life. That's my mission in life. And I got to represent that. And that's what I represent each day. It shows in your life as water reflects the face. So one's life reflects the heart. My heart is a representation of who I am. So God has made it very clear to me. You got to represent because the world is all about representation. They're trying to, they're trying to sell you an image that we eat every day. We've been eating it since we were kids and no more. I do not eat the image. The only image I eat is the image of Christ. So I represent Christ Jesus. And those are the three things that Jesus has taught me. I definitely feel like this topic needs a part two, but this, let's just say this is part one and there's more to come. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we will talk again and don't forget to support this ministry. Cause yes, no cap, just raw is a ministry and, um, God bless you. And let's pray out really quickly. God, I just pray for anyone who is watching and listening to this episode, Lord. I pray that this word, this message will pierce their hearts, change their minds, and help them to turn away from their sinful ways. Let them know they're forgiven because of the blood of Jesus that was shed on Calvary. And we thank you, Lord, for your work that's being done in them right now. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.